Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Somebody say amen. 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 Before we pray tonight, because I want us to pray. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I think I've got some feedback here and there. Hallelujah. Let's be seated quickly. I want to share some things and then <laughs> go into prayer. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. How are we doing today? Good evening, those that are online. How are you doing today? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't turn everything else off to try. Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Is it because of those ones? Good evening, good evening, online, good evening, are we here, are we here, are we here, are we here, family online, digital family, thank you Lord Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, want everyone connecting, everybody connecting, everybody connecting, everybody connecting, before we go into, if you've not shared this already, please do us a favor, share it, um, the end time church must be characterized by prayer and we have to we have to push and share and get people praying as the word of god uh, admonishes us somebody say amen how are you finding school of prayer so far has it been good awesome 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 okay glory to god glory to god yesterday i started sharing something with us in um, I, I started a, um, well, about genres of prayer and I think I was trying to show us from Ephesians the, the importance of, uh, of prayer and the context in which Paul uh, delivered in which Paul delivered um, the message in Ephesians chapter 6 where we are encouraged to pray all kinds of prayer do we remember that are we still here all right good all right so we looked at that scripture and it was very important for us to have done that and um, what we learned from Ephesians practically is that um, world domination all right um is from the realm of the spirit do you remember that that world domination is from the realm of the spirit and uh, that paul wanted the church immediately to know in his address okay that they have access to heavenly places in christ jesus that was he felt as though that was one of the things he was keen to communicate because by the time he's finishing in 
uh, Ephesians chapter 6, he's also referring to the contention interesting that comes from heavenly places. He spent about four, uh, five chapters, right, making reference to the realm of the spirit and to heavenly places. Are we here tonight? Okay. So we then explain that Paul is trying to show us that for you to do anything meaningful on earth, oh God, as regards your faith, your relationship with God, the advancement of the causes of God, you must master the heavenlies. Does that make sense? Doesn't matter who you are, where you were born, what city you were born with, what privileges you were born with, what privileges you were not born with. The fact of the matter is that you have to master the heavenlies. And I explained to us that to that end, one of the things that Paul was teaching us about mastering the heavenlies. Are we still together? Okay. We're awake, we're alive, right? Okay. <laughs> One of the things Paul was teaching about mastering the heavenlies is, is about proficiency in prayer. Right? Proficiency in prayers is one of the ways that we master the heavenlies. And I explained to you that there are three dimensions to that proficiency as captured in, um, uh, in, in uh, Ephesians 6, 18. It says, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to the end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all saints. He said, he said, pray at all times, number one, consistency. He says, with all prayer, number two, diversity. Are we together? All right. And then he said, to that end, keep alert with perseverance. In other words, watchfulness. Okay, so where I stopped yesterday, I want to pick up from there. But tonight, my, my focus is, um, is, is importunity in prayer. All right, and, and by God's grace, uh, I want to be able to get to a point and we can just, you know, get onto that. Because we've been teaching, teaching, we need to pray. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so now, here's this point. Please watch this. So, in this, in this aspect of the three things... The first thing I said is what? Ephesians 3, uh, Ephesians 6, 18. Three things. What's the first one? Consistency. We're going to deal with that through opportunity. All right. But the second one is what? And the third one? All right. So now let's talk about the diversity element. Part of being proficient in prayer is knowing how to handle the diversities of prayer. To not understand the diversities of prayer is like not understanding the fundamentals of life. Does that make sense? You, as a believer, you don't get a choice whether or not you should understand the diversity in prayer. Because of what prayer is to the believer. Prayer is oxygen to the believer. <laughs> right okay prayer is oxygen jesus puts it this way he says men always ought to pray and not faint in other words the opposite of not praying is fainting come on don't talk back to me if you don't pray you leave yourself at the risk of fainting spiritually fainting naturally fainting emotionally fainting mentally 
the consequence of not praying is to it is not an option because you live in a conflict oh my god i said you live in a conflict and if you don't the whole point of putting on the whole armor of god come on son talk back to me is so that you don't become a casualty okay can i can i can i give you an example have you seen cases oh have you seen places where two nations are fighting okay it's between government and government but the citizens suffer Does that make sense? Some things are sensitive. It's like Russia and Ukraine right now. That issue, uh, it did not start with the individuals in Ukraine. They didn't go to look for Putin's trouble. Does that make sense? That issue, some of flow with this tonight. I want you to listen to your spirit. That issue was at a high strategic level. It was at a governmental level. But because of that governmental clash, okay, civilians become casualty of war so if as a civilian uh, you don't position yourself correctly they said war is about to go down you don't arm yourself you don't relocate you don't position yourself you can become a casualty of war so prayerlessness come on some, some talk back to me do i have the right people in the studio today of course i do I've got people online, correct? Okay. So prayerlessness, uh, it's 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 you're toying uh with being a casualty. Even your righteousness, your inherited righteousness in Christ is in danger because you don't understand the rules of engagement we're going to come to isaiah 62 isaiah said he says for zion's sake i will not be quiet until her salvation bursts forth and her righteousness shines forth zion has promised salvation promised righteousness but until it is it is activated zion looks different come on somebody so here we go now praying with all prayer so it's it's not enough this is why we're having school of prayer see the lord is saying it's not enough to say i pray it's important for me to know the diversities of prayer the genres of prayer because the entirety of of let me explain what what prayer is to you uh, everything in the kingdom is not prayer but everything depends on prayer now we explain what i mean so we're in this room right now in this studio we have some of you guys can see we have these amazing lights <laughs> all right and we have this fancy stuff that these guys have in front of them if i begin to call some of the names now you'd think was that like eight and mini pro and that's not a game that's not a game that's a all right and we have a hub and we have these cameras and all this stuff that's reaching you right now and these things are amazing some of them cost money serious money does that make sense like, like serious money that when everything moves my heart shakes <laughs> all right so there are things here there, there's equipment here that's expensive there's equipment here that can do a lot through this equipment 
huh, we are able to reach the world. The potential of this equipment is such that you can be in another time zone entirely. Wake up and connect. That is the potential of this equipment. The potential of this equipment is that God can use this equipment to heal somebody on the other side of the world. Somebody can hear the gospel and can, can get saved. And they are delivered from hell because there is equipment that is able to translate the gospel to them. But guess what? If there is no power... If there is no power source, if we don't connect this equipment to electricity, the potential of this equipment is grounded. My God. It means that it, re come on online, talk back to me. I want to trust you that you're not sleeping. All right, because the next school of prayer, then I'll just make it physical gatherings. <laughs> okay, right? So that means the potential of all of this equipment and every other thing that i mentioned right is grounded even though it is present but it is grounded the same thing that all of the inheritance of the kingdom can be present in an individual in a location in a church by promise of god but it is grounded because the central system that powers it prayer is not activated come on somebody does that make sense? Whew. So, if I want to understand the, the proficiency of prayer, what I must do is not just, not, deal, not just deal with it consistently. That's what uh, some of my brethren in Africa do. They pray consistently, but they don't pray with diversity. <laughs> right? So, to them... Prayer is just prayer. But I measure the output because what I understand from scripture, prayer can shift culture. Huh? When prayer begins to go forth, culture begins to respond like in the days of Daniel. So you can't tell me that we're a praying nation and there is no impact on culture. You're not going to deceive me. Come on somebody. Are we together? So that means that the problem we pray, we're going to come to the consistency and the opportunity. The problem with prayer is not just you can do the wrong thing consistently and faithfully. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? You can do, uh, just to be honest with you, uh, Muslims have a better praying culture than some of us. They pray five times a day without fail. And they're not praying to the almighty God. Okay? So you can do... So the issue of prayer is not the... Cons, it's just, just the consistency. Please hear me. Please hear the emphasis. Because this is called the dynamics of prayer. So if you miss this element... Because the goal here is to be able to teach us in such a way that... Prayer is like having this different... You, okay, you know, some of, some of you guys would, would know this. You'd see this from maybe, I don't know, maybe your parents. Maybe, you know, something breaks in your house. Uh, uh, Beatrice's dad is like that. He has, like, he has tools forever. Is that me? He has tools forever. So if something breaks, all right, he probably has this spanner. This, you know, okay, this one is... Uh, this, I don't even know the name. This one is star. <laughs> this, you see that? You have these tools. So when you're proficient in the diversity of prayer... Right, you know what prayer to pray for what occasion, 
my God. But if you lack, if you just have the consistency, but you don't have the diversity, you are lacking. And you're playing a dangerous game. Because you will think that all prayer is directly talking to the Father. You wouldn't understand that, as I've been saying for the past year, that some prayers, you don't directly talk to the Father. Sometimes you have to address situations, not God. Sometimes you have to address, oh, okay. I'm Sometimes you have to address yourself, not God. And when you're supposed to speak to the mountain and you're speaking to God, God can't do anything. <laughs> Imagine Jesus. Uh, remember when, when the storm, the storm, right? Imagine if he said, if he said, Father, he would have died. Yeah. If he kept saying, Father, 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 and he didn't speak to the storm, they would have been in danger. Can, can, I, can, I, can I say something to you? Please, please, please. The realm of the spirit is too real. Uh, is for lack of better English, is realer. Is it what did I realer? <laughs> okay, is realer than. Okay, let me give you an example. Uh, in the natural, if you don't pay your bills, your mortgage, your house rent, what happens? Huh? So there's a there's a there's a reality. All right, what happens? Do you just you just flow in it? You just good vibes. Is there, is there consequences to it? So if in the natural, there are rules to follow. What do you think the spiritual runs on? Paul had to come by revelation to tell the Corinthian church. He said, for this reason, he said, many of you are dying. <laughs> eh? They would have had sermons like, we will see you in the suite by and by. Huh? they would have had legitimate revelation that those that have slept in christ will rise again but some of them were not even supposed to die but what happened they did not understand spiritual principles they did not descend the lord's body but when they died of course they're going to go to heaven all right and we will there's a message there's there's a message for every level in the kingdom but not every message is supposed to be so huh it's like remember manna remember my teaching of manna huh he's giving them manna but their time in the wilderness has expired but still there's still manna for mercy but that's that's kind of manna you don't want to be eating because it's a maintenance level manna <laughs> so what i'm saying is this is that you might think that are genres of prayer. Like what's this? No, uh-uh. If you don't understand the different rules and the different principles in the workbook, I broke it down into four. Can I rush through this quickly? And then we can talk about importunity. So I said that there are four, we put it that there are four um, genres of prayer. Now, some people may, may put it in different ways. Do you know why we're studying that? Do you know why? Why are we studying it? For diversity. Sunshine for diversity. Online, I want you to type for diversity. So we said that there are four genres. 
Number one, we said that there is communion. And we started with that on Monday. Remember, legal fellowship and then habitual fellowship. <laughs> if you don't understand communion as prayer, you miss the entire framework that allows you to be prolific in prayer. Huh? Because communion is about intimacy. And intimacy is currency. <laughs> huh? Intimacy is what? Intimacy is currency. Yeah. It's currency. So sometimes, huh? The blockage we feel in prayer is the limit to the intimacy we have cultivated. There are some things that for God to do outside of the context of fellowship, it's contravening to his nature. So, if all you were brought upon is warfare, <laughs> huh? there are some people you only pray when satan afflicts you good evening i slept and i woke up because god sustained me <laughs> i've been sleeping <laughs> so i'm very relaxed <laughs> right so if you only know prayer as warfare huh? you become a cash watch me now you become a casualty of that warfare because can i take this up a notch can i take it up a notch okay oh my god uh, uh maybe one of you will launch a 21 day school of prayer because there's so much to cover if you don't understand the first one is what communion you get that first general if we don't understand communion as prayer do you know what happened you will get into things like warfare and you will break rules out of enthusiasm let me explain what i mean please hear me by the holy ghost please please i beg you i really beg you uh, okay when when moses died we here. the angel of the lord michael Huh? went to get his body because actually the devil came for Moses' body huh? and when Michael got there right there was a judicial dispute now please, please the spiritual world the intelligence of scripture in that conversation between Michael and the devil it wasn't a, it wasn't a dispute of power who had more strength or more power it was a judicial it was a legal dispute because of adam's sin satan had certain legal rights on the earth so he wanted to get a hold of moses's body so now watch did, do you know what Michael did? Oh, Michael, he brought out uh, 
an intercontinental ballistic missile. <laughs> huh? AK, what do you call it again? AK-47, bazooka. So he gets to know bazooka. He started firing at the devil. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Do you know what he said? He literally just took a piece of legislation and said, even the Lord rebuke you. If he gets into a fight where he should employ legislation, there is consequence. This is what this is what God is teaching us through Uzzah and the Ark. I'm dangerous like that. So next week I can just say three extra days. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. So, what you know what communion does is that it guides your operations. Right? It guides your operation. Sometimes, for example, those of you that you're training to be leaders, you don't lay your hands on everybody's head. You don't touch their warfare. You don't know. Yeah. You got to be guided. The times you walk away. You don't enter into that battle except you're led. But if your if your if your intimacy with God is missing, there are some things, uh, they are traps. No, there are some things they are traps. They look like fantastic opportunities. You will dive, you will think this is ministry, it's a trap. Every trap always comes with legitimacy. You would always find a genuine reason why you should do it. But if you oh, online family, are we here? But if your intimacy is, if your communion is missing, huh, you're at risk. You're like a soldier who is at war, but you've lost touch with the command, the commander, the control. What was it called? Does that make sense? What's the word? Commander, you, you know, normally when, when you're at war, you have radios. Okay, they tell you, go here, go there, go there. If, you're, if your communion is lacking, you're, in, you're at war, but you're not in touch with the control room. Uh, you're like a pilot in a plane. You're like a pilot who is flying a plane that has lost touch with the control towers. I, I, I grew up around the praying culture. All right, and we will pray all night. Oh, my enemies die by roast, not even die by fire. Roast <laughs> does that make sense? Roast, roast, roast. Every they, they, call, they call thunder. I'm like, Well, how are you different from witches? Thunder, thunder, fire, thunder, thunder, thunder. Less time saying, God, I want to see your face. I told you about intercession the other time. I said. That intimacy is what falls intercession. The book of Esther. Is it me? Is it does it keep coming up? Is it me? Okay. Right? The book of Esther is a book that shows you the relationship between intimacy and intercession. The queen. Because she had intimacy, access with the king, was able to use the leverage of her intimacy to save her people. 
It was the credibility of our intimacy that made our intercession prolific. If come on, someone talk back to me. If she did not have intimacy with the king, if she did not, if she was not close to the king, if she did not have proximity to the king, do you know what? She went to the king when she wasn't meant to. She took a risk at, based on, on the you don't go to the king anyhow, he can he can end you. You know, today everybody says, hey, I'm an intercessor, I'm an intercessor. Hey, 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 hey. You know, okay, guess what? Intercessors masterclass incoming. I said intercessors masterclass incoming. If you're an intercessor, meet me. <laughs> meet me. Because everybody now, in, do you know what intercession, I've, I've gone ahead of myself a little bit, but I've come. You know what intercession is? Intercession is what I told you yesterday. That God was breaking out against Israel. Moses didn't even talk to God. He knew God too well that he knew God was angry, but he knew what to do to stop God. He didn't say, God, what should I do? He said, Aaron, pick up the censer. Go and burn incense. Can you imagine knowing God to that level that you know what to do to intervene? And the Bible says, truly, when Aaron did that, the Bible says, and God relented. Prayer is communion. That's why we started with it on Monday. Does that make sense? You're asking God to give you things. He said, I want to give you myself. The, the face of the body of Christ is going to change. By the time this truth permeates the nations, there is nothing we will not be able to get done. The second genre, prayer is legality prayer is communion does that make sense okay prayer is legality of course all of this is in the workbook as i've been saying i'm not saying this to sell <laughs> i'm saying this for your actual good <laughs> all right prayer and I, I said to you yesterday that we're now working on physical copies so we're close amen all right now the second one is prayer is legality someone say legality ah prayer is legality because ignorance about the role of the spirit makes you think that all that happens in heaven is flying angels from the realms of glory they're just flying uh, there is no structure there is heaven is the most orderly place it runs on legality more than you think it runs on legality the sin of adam and eve was a sin uh, is a criminal offense it's spirituality that makes us call it sin eh? sin is a criminal offense <laughs> exactly punishable by death the realm of the spirit runs on legality prayer is also a legal case There are like two dimensions to that. One aspect is the general prayer that has to do with supplication and petition. Right? It's 
it's a formal request of a higher power to come through it's a formal request of a higher power to come through if i go one further there are cuts in heaven the word lord is also the word judge yeah so you hear my lord huh? as much as god is a father god is a judge who shall lay anything to the charge of god's elect romans 8 it is god that justifies who is he that condemns it is christ that died yet you see all of those things that those, those languages there are legal who shall bring any charge do you know what a charge is a charge is an accusation uh, prayer is learning how to handle legality in the spirit can i take it one, one step further uh, please look at me for a second those in the studio i just i want to get your attention there comes a point because prayer is legality emotions are not involved if you miss so this is where we miss things online family are we following okay this is why i miss things so we think ah oh, the more that we cry okay have a legal case huh have a legal case don't have one practically in jesus name don't have one okay so imagine there's a legal case somebody did something that's clearly against the law they now get to the court as that singing crime river <laughs> right and they get a bucket and they are weeping Ooh. Ooh. I, 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 you know some people know how to cry Uh, you know, you, you know, you know some people know how to cry. Professional crier. Right? So you spend all the time crying and say, but you broke the law. The only thing that will help you is if you find something within the provision of the law to plead your case. So it doesn't matter how much you cry. Okay, the and this is where sometimes we have issues with God because in our minds, essentially, we are thinking about God. Can you not see my emotions? He sees your emotions. That is why he provided you an advocate. <laughs> that is why he provided you with legal fellowship and legal access. And that is why he provided you with a mediator. So sometimes, rather than come to him with stories, let me come to him with legislation. You are not a man that you should lie or the son of man to change your mind. When you speak, you perform. When we do that, we are before a court. Hmm. Come on, somebody talk back to me. So if I don't, if I only, see, so that's another one. There are people that now, they, they like the sweetness, the fellowship, but they don't like the legality. Can you see what the problem is? So the body of Christ, is, there's some people, there's some, some, they, don't, they don't believe in warfare. <laughs> huh? you, don't like, you, don't, you, don't, you don't like the legality. 
Philippians 4, 6. Do not fret for anything. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Be anxious. Do you want to change me over? Is that why? You want to change me over? Potentially. Okay. I can use a handheld. Yeah? You want me to use a handheld? Okay. For now? Okay. All right. Online family, are we still following? Okay. Because we're getting ready to pray. All right. Philippians 4, 6. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in every circumstance, by prayer and petition. Petition in the Amplified there, it says, by definite request. Wipe your tears, articulate yourself. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying to you? He is touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but he is moved with what do you want? So you can't, there's a difference between touching him and moving him. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. There's a difference between him being touched. Huh? The feelings of your infirmity, they touch him, but your faith moves him. The Bible says, God is a rewarder. Whosoever must come to God must first believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Okay? Uh, faith produces the legitimacy of your requests. Come on, somebody. So, you find yourself crying, 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 crying. Okay? There's nothing wrong with crying, but just understand that that's not sufficient economy for change. That while that would produce something in you, but that is not enough. That is not enough currency. So you have to learn the legality. You must learn what it means to petition him. You must learn what it means to go before him and say, uh-uh, your word says, Isaiah went to Hezekiah and said, get your house in order. You are dying. That's what he said to him. Hezekiah did not have time to cry because he was dying. If we're not careful, next week, this school of prayer can continue. Huh? Okay. Imagine Isaiah. Do you know what Isaiah? Isaiah, online family, are we still together? Isaiah was the... When Isaiah prophesies to you, your best, if he says you're dying, buy the coffin. Bro, buy the coffin, share your will out, and it's just to wait for death. Because this guy, the accuracy of his prophecy is not his day. It's the day of Jesus. If Ezekiah stays there and begins to weep and think, ah. But you know what he did? The Bible says he turned to the wall and he went to God. He quoted some things that moved God. He said, God, of what use is, a, is someone in the grave? Even can praise. You want to do it? The switch now? Say, only, please forgive us. Let me just switch. Only the living can praise you. You see that? So he goes to God and he says, God, are you ready for me? Yeah. Thank you. So many wives. Amen. So he says to God, 
He said, only the living can praise you. Of what use? So, you know what he said to God? He said, God, how am I useful to you in the grave? And Isaiah was on his way. That, see, what he did there was petition. He made a formal request. Huh? Okay, can I, can, I, can I take some one notch? Huh? You're not powerful when you cry but don't articulate your desire. In one place, James had to say, you do, not you do not receive because you don't ask. Now, that if you say that to this generation, that's like, that's stuff to make them leave church. You're trying to say, I don't pray. Huh? Okay, you can do everything but pray because prayer is definite requests. <laughs> okay, and when you have definite requests, we want to come to opportunity. When you have definite requests, you, they're definite because you don't forget them. Prayers that you pray that you don't remember are not requests. They're just wishful thinking in the moment. Are we still together? Whew. Then, so that's prayers. So what's the first prayer is what? The first one? The second one? Legality. Another legality. Legality A. <laughs> Supplication and petition. All right. Legality B. Prayer is intercession. Wow. Prayer is, is intercession. The root word of that word intercession means to strike. Uh, intercessors don't miss. Intercessors, if you keep missing, eh? Uh, you are an aspiring intercessor. <laughs> Which is okay. Intercessors don't miss. It means to strike. Do you know what? From the root word, it means to hit the bull's eye. Huh? It means to it, it means to obtain by hitting the mark. It means to consult. It means to intervene. I think I have a bit of a feedback. Right. It means to intervene. Huh? To intercede is to come in between two parties. Huh? The work of intercession. Are we ready? Huh? An intercessor is a go-between. Huh? As, as I'm saying this, those of you that you say, you are called to be intercessors. The first thing you must evaluate is not how long you can shout. It's the quality of your life. If you say, because now we have, we have big names. Governmental intercessor. You see that? Prophet to the globe. Huh? Global, senior, major, intergalactic <laughs> cosmopolitan <laughs> right so people say they are intercessors ah if you're an intercessor we must be able to rely on you i looked and i found none to stand in the gap book of ezekiel <laughs> this is what i'm saying so prayer is also intercession 
And God has called all of us to be intercessors. Intercessors intervene. Elijah was an intercessor. He stood up in the days of Jezebel and said, no, the heavens can't keep confirming this nonsense. This will be a curse. Let the heavens close. <laughs> Do you what I'm saying to you? Yeah. He stood up and because it, 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 it would have been a travesty. You can't have open heavens under conditions that are atrocious. So he stood up and said, ah, he said, no. He intervened and said, let the heavens close until there is repentance. I want you to ask your neighbor, are you an intercessor? Online, I want you to, I want you to indirect someone, direct them. Be direct. Choose anybody, I give you the license. Do you know the word, the word intercessor is synonymous with the word advocate, which is synonymous with the word of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, paracletos. Hmm. Paracletos. It means somebody that's able, oops, somebody that's able to make the right judgment because they are close enough to the situation. I could go on and on. Okay, let me quickly take this forward. Okay. Maybe um, a little bit on Saturday, and maybe on Sunday. The third one is warfare. So, what's the first one? What's the second one? What's the third one? No, no. Yeah, that's that's so. Second one is legality, but the third one is what? Warfare. Warfare. Yeah. So, number one, communion. Number two, legality under legality intercession and supplication now number three warfare number three warfare Paul tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood so you can have communion huh? because this is the lack of balance in some of our churches this area of warfare, they want to shut their eye, their, their eye against it. Can I tell you something? They are, those who ignore warfare are in warfare themselves because they're under deception. <laughs> they're deceived. And, 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 and can I tell you something about warfare? Can I tell you something about being bewitched? Heard of the word being bewitched? Huh? Oh, no, being bewitched is not who. No, 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 no. Yeah, in the book of Galatians, Paul said, Who bewitched you? Haven't begun in the spirit. How did you end up in the flesh? Witchcraft is, is you know, you know, witchcraft, you know, witchcraft. Witchcraft, the Bible says, is a work of the flesh. Yeah, just as you have drunkenness, just as you have patterns, there is witchcraft as a work of the flesh. So, there's prayer as warfare. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. If you're not wrestling, you're not effective. 
Does that make sense? If you're not in combat, huh? if you're not in combat, if you're not colliding with spiritual forces, you're not yet at the level of impact. Can I say something? You're a threat to nobody yet. I'm not saying the devil, some people go, I preach, the devil beats me. No, that's a different issue. You have an opening in your life. Does that make sense? How can you, a child of God, say with Christ in every places? Satan now comes to beat you when your life is hit with Christ in God. There is an opening in your life. But what I'm trying to say is this, is that in the advancement of the cause of the kingdom, you will come in contact with the spiritual political structures. The arrangements that govern the earth. I, please, I, you know, it's not that I sit down and I'm like, oh, let me use fancy language. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, these things are real. The other day, Daniel was just praying. He was just seeking God. He didn't start a fight. He didn't start a fight. He was just seeking God and fasting. And an angel said, Daniel, he said, from the day that you prayed, he said, he said, he said, you're he wanted to, he said, you're respectable, you're a respectable man. From the day you prayed, word went out and I was sent to you. But he said, on my way. Huh? He said, I met resistance. He said, the prince of Persia resisted me. So this angel was literally traveling because some of us just think angels, mm -mm. no, like, there's actual, there's actual routes they travel. It's, 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 does that make sense? It's like, it's like airspace. Like you, you're going somewhere. There's, there's, airspace, there's actual routes when you're traveling in the air. Your plane doesn't just go anywhere in the sky and say, yeah, round around the circle. Like a dead <laughs> Okay. Okay. Right. So watch this now. Literally. Literally. This angel is traveling down. To do what? Do you know what the angel is coming to do? The angel has been dispatched by God. And he's coming to give Daniel his answers. I wonder if that thing that you're saying is unanswered prayer is resistance. Come on, son, talk back to me. Online family, are we still together? I wonder if that thing that you're calling, God hasn't heard me. I wonder if is that you haven't understood the resistance, the contentions. In the, do you know what it is? Daniel was just praying. He did not, he did not immediately realize that his prayers were, was penetrating culture. He didn't realize that he started a cosmic battle. So, you keep praying. You keep praying. Right? I want, I want you to go back over this message so strong. You keep praying. And what you don't realize is this. Your problem, this is why we're going to come to importunity. Your problem is you're easily discouraged. You don't know what your prayer is falling in the atmosphere. But your problem is... You only move with your eyes, not your spirit. Because sometimes, online family talk to me, sometimes you are praying and you kind of feel you shouldn't let go yet. But you don't know why you shouldn't let go yet. 
but you don't see that was Daniel's experience. He started praying. I don't know if he wanted to pray for that long, but he just I should just continue. I shouldn't stop. And he did not realize that his prayers was causing a cosmic shift. That that angel actually needed his prayers for angelic reinforcement. So he's praying. This angel is coming and this angel is detained by the prince of Persia, the governing power at the time, but that had connection to the realm of the spirit. So the king of Persia was just a, what do you call him again? A puppet. The real principality was in the skies, was above. And he governed over the affairs of the region. So when another spirit was coming, he said, you can't go past. These are, I call them spiritual, political structures. You will encounter them when you want to make significant changes in significant places. If you just want to play and you want bread and tea, you don't have bread and tea, huh? no problem. But if what you want to do is to bring the kingdom of God to pass. So, wow, time. So Daniel is praying. He's praying. And this angel is trying to get to him. And then the Bible says God now finally sends Michael to come and reinforce this angel and that was how the angel was now able to get through to daniel so that means that transactions that go between heaven and earth must be manned with prayer if you start a process and you're just careless So you can start online family talk to me you can start a spiritual process a legitimate spiritual process but our lack of consistency may not sit because you don't know what struggle i may start a process over leicester i don't know what predecessors have done over the city and even though the kingdom of God is superior, I have to impose the kingdom and deal with the legality. I kid you not, this was the dream I had about Leicester a few years ago. I think I told some of you. I saw someone uh, in, a, in a building. and But I think the way that he was controlling things was with the power in the air and i saw i saw our ministry grow but the growth was connected to the fact that we had mastered the air <laughs> yeah that was what the growth was connected to it wasn't just because we, we do i love creativity sandra and they do an amazing job yeah. yeah thank god for that i love our tech team thank god for that but tech team listen to me you're dealing with the airwaves 
So if all you do is broadcast but you don't intercede, your pictures will get up but the power in your pictures will not touch anybody's life. So the time has come, take him now, you are fasting, you are praying. That when we stream, when we broadcast, let the anointing, let the penetrative power of God shift the atmosphere. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Yeah, because you're dealing with the airwaves. You're coming to church, not, I'm not saying everything, but in fasting. There are spiritual, political arrangements and structures. Uh, they are so strong. The, the, the problem with the way the church has taught warfare is I call it, we teach local devils. Let, let me tell you what I mean by local devils. Local devils are someone is manifesting in a meeting. They now start having a full conversation with them. Who are you? What's your name? Where do you come from? Da, 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 da. In my meeting, if a demon manifests when I'm preaching, I'm not going to attend to the demon. Because I would not leave the ministry of the word for Satan. I will finish preaching, be full. Then I'll cast the spirit out. So what we do, we don't, we don't, we don't understand the structures. See, the, the spiritual political structures are stronger than the individual demons. You come into a city, there is an arrangement over that city. Then we can now start talking about areas of the world, spheres of influence. There are principalities contending for the economy, contending for family, contending for entertainment. You just want to say, I want to start an initiative. Hallelujah. Okay, let me leave that one to you Saturday because Saturday is governmental intercession. Let me touch on edification. Tomorrow, Reverend One is going to, tomorrow is Friday. The week has gone. Tomorrow, Reverend One is going to be here. She's going to be here. So, I would start with the opportunity. Then she's going to deal with this part of, she's going to be focusing on praying in the spirit. Because we're going to teach that as well. So, the third one is what? It's warfare. Now, the fourth one is edification. Jude one twenty. But you, my beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amplified says, it says, rise higher like an edifice. An edifice is a magnificent building. It says when you pray, when you, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, it says you edify yourself. Do you know why edification is important as a prayer? Should I tell you why? Because edification is where you get the stamina. To be able to carry out some of the things that you need to do. So for example, when it comes to persistence and importunity, if you don't pray the prayer of edification, you will lack stamina for longevity. What is affecting our lack of importunity is the fact that we are not built spiritually to last that long. Come on, somebody. 
Alright? So that means that that thing that you're giving up is a test of your spiritual stamina. Is that you're not, we're not yet built to handle that level of waiting. Oh, I love, I love, let me talk about importunity. I love that story Jesus told in Luke 18 of the widow and the judge. Right? Jesus said, this judge, I looked at us, I hear you can, you, you can get in the, if you know, if you know your stuff in the spirit, you can get anything done. There was a time God, there was something, there was an experience I had, I think I shared with you. God said to me, he said, if you could believe, you could have it. That's what he said to me. He said, if your faith could get to that level. Let me talk about edification. So this woman, the Bible says that she, uh, she went to this judge. The Bible says this judge, he didn't fear God. He did not fear man. Okay. He was wicked. But the Bible says this woman kept going to the judge. Can I talk about importunity for a second? Huh? Be because anybody, importunity means persistence, impudence. Anybody that wants, to, that wants to persist must have the stamina not to give up. Okay, so persistence depends on edification. That is why sometimes before you start praying, warm up. I said warm up. Yeah, warm up. That you have to understand the different prayers. Does that make sense? You're having time with God. So you start with communion. You start with fellowship. Father, I love you. You are everything to me. So you start with that. Then the next thing. You know where you want to go. So you start warming up. You start warming up. Ah, if it's, it's like if you don't warm up, those of you that understand football, you just don't, you don't come from sitting on the bench to going on the pitch. Ah, you got to warm up. So edification is warming your spirit. Sometimes your spirit is too cold. Sometimes your spirit is, is uninspired. The kind of conversations God wants to have with you and the level, you know, I did, have you seen, okay, the Sycamore Collective. Zacchaeus. Uh, he wanted to talk to Zacchaeus, but, at, uh, but Zacchaeus at a level. Not, not Zacchaeus on the ground. Zacchaeus on the ground will not be able to hack everything he wants to say. But the Zacchaeus that has developed the initiative to say, I will not be grounded. I will climb if I have to. He can talk to that Zacchaeus at that level. There is a version of you that God wants to talk to you. So how do you attain that? You start edifying yourself. If you, if you use communion to cover edification, it wouldn't work. Uh, 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 uh. It wouldn't work. You start edifying yourself. And David encouraged himself in the Lord. But you, my beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, you start saying to yourself, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. You know, something begins to rise in your spirit. He had to do that with Isaiah. He wanted to talk to Isaiah, but that woe is me mentality could not have that conversation he wanted to have. So he had to deal with the woe is me mentality so that I could have the deeper conversations with him. We're almost done. 
Online family, are we still here? So you're edifying. Edifying your spirit. Right? It's a type of prayer. Okay? It's a type of prayer. You're not necessarily telling God something. You are telling yourself what God has told you. I am the head and not the tail. Greater is he that is in me. And then there is the edification that now comes with praying in the spirit. Okay? Alright? Anyone who prays in the spirit edifies themselves. Hey, that means, listen, you're having a bad week, but you can, you can get out of the bad week by edification. You can, you can, uh, you know, you know some things, guess what? You don't need to be delivered from them, you need to outgrow them. You go, you go, I'm bigger than this. <laughs> I'm bigger than this. You go, I'm not falling for this today. I'm not falling for this today. The enemy is playing tricks on your mind. You go, no, I'm bigger than this. I'm seated. I'm seated. That's edification. That's another type of prayer. And then you couple it with tongues. You when, and when you're praying in tongues, I'm going to deal with that tomorrow. When you're praying in tongues like that, right? Don't be, stop looking for interpretation first. Interpretation will come. He that speaks in an unknown tongue. The edification is already good. Come on, somebody. So, here is the point now. So, importunity. Let me, let me finish on this. I'll pick up on importunity. Is that okay? Have we made sense of the training this evening? So, this is now importunity. Importunity is... I have to open this tomorrow. This is, this is important. Persistence. Alright. Persistence in prayer. Continuity persistence continuity relentlessness like that like that woman the listen the judge said the judge in luke 18 the bible says he was wicked the guy did not really respect people do you know what this judge gave this woman justice not because he was nice oh my god but because the guy saw that this woman will not go away. So he said, lest this woman weary me. When you've developed importunity in prayer, huh, you wear out weariness. You resist resistance. You have, you have built such a... Can I tell you something about importunity? Huh? Persistence, can I tell you something about it? When you're moving in persistent prayer, hmm, there's no fixed time. The time is not two hours. It's not three hours. It's called until. <laughs> it's a new kind of time. That means that thing, that situation, that experience, that I want to have. If I don't get it, I am not stopping. 
that's sometimes that's the attitude that God has not found in the church. The Bible says that Peter was seized. The same person that seized James and killed James seized Peter. And he was planning to kill Peter. And the Bible says that, it says prayers was made for Peter without season. If you don't have importunity in prayer, there are expresses you will have. You will mix them up with persecution. You will mix them up with the will of God. James was killed and Herod took Peter to kill him. If the church did not pray, Peter would have died. And can I tell you something? Do you know what? It would have been the loss of the church. Because the revelations Peter had, the church needed. So you know what the church did? They started praying without season. Can I tell you what? Importunity, eh? it can sidetrack unbelief. Tell me that you don't have faith. Keep praying. Keep at some point you will collide with faith. Keep. You know what? These guys they prayed and prayed and prayed that even when Peter came out, they were still praying. They thought he was his ghost, but they were still praying anyway. Wow. So importunity moved an angel out of heaven, came into the material realm, intervened with a political situation, opened the prison doors and said, get out. Sometimes we say, let's pray. People are like, what else are we going to do? You heard that before? All right. It's almost like, oh, we've, you hear stuff like, you know, maybe there's a situation going on. All right. And we've prayed and they go, oh, let's do something. No, we just pray. Prayer is something. <laughs> if you pray, prayer well. Prayer is something. Uh, but the kind of attitude that produces this efficiency in prayer uh, is, is, you know what? It is when God sees that, that, that persistence that he wants to deal with us on certain things. Wow, time. So, Understanding the journals of prayer will put you at an advantage in life. You now begin to see that there are opportunities that you can, you can readdress. Okay? Things that passed by, but you only looked at them in one way. If you don't pray, you don't have the right vetting system. You wouldn't know the differences, the transactions in the realm of the spirit. Let's pray. I need help on the instruments. Oh, thank you, Holy. Wherever you are, I want you to lift up your voice for the next 10 minutes before we go into questions. The Slido link is up. Please put your questions there. I'll see what I can do tomorrow to touch on importunity in prayer. Is someone ready to pray tonight? Shakapalista kaparua kataila man stobrigeje ketalemene. Shekapalasta barakatari adadaba kashakatari adaba sokotoli adadaba. Shakapari katola brekashtaka. We have about just 10 minutes to pray. But in those 10 minutes, in those 10 minutes, I want 
the uh, the efficacy and the intensity of your prayer to, to be so strong so day and night night and day let incense arise day and night night and day and day and night night and day let incense arise and day and night night and day let incense arise and day and night night and day let incense arise and day and night night and day let incense arise and day and night night and day let incense arise and day and night night and day let incense arise day and night night and day let incense arise and day and night night come on wherever you are i want you to begin to pray i want you to begin to cry out I want you to begin to cry out, to begin to cry out. Kaparoshta melamene kapariya tadaba. Shekapalosta menemela kapariya sobaraka tadaba. If you need to petition God, petitioning God means that you make a formal personal request for his intervention if you are interceding you are standing in the gap to intervene in another person's circumstance we have just six minutes to pray but in those six minutes some of you what you need to pray is the prayer of edification the prayer of stamina so let it fall on us so let it fall on us so let it fall on us so the spirit of grace and supplication let it fall on us so hey let it fall on us so hey let it fall on us so Wherever you are, I want you to pray. I want you to pray. 
Kepalon sabena malena maso barababa. Shako peresta vilaneme. Marakash tile barusta baya. Shakapela ne masubarekate alemanos. Pereza bela bera bera be yadaba deda. Shanana masaya deba de shanana Shakapela mena lo sabaria bareba de. Le perro se peria katabadaba. Hey, shabada nanana, don't be silent. Kapare sabaya kapatale. Shabare, some of you ought to snap out of that weariness just by edification. Shake parosa palemana. Marababa yeketelemano saberake. Colonze, three minutes more. Can we push a little further? Kabileya, Kabileya. New levels in prayer. New levels in prayer. Break new ground. In my soul, in my soul, break new ground, dig new wells. In my soul, break new grounds, break new grounds, dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul, break new ground, dig new wells. In my soul, break new, break new, break new ground, dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul, break new ground, dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul, break new ground, dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul. Break somebody pray, somebody pray. Two minutes more. Break new, break new, break new ground. Dig new wells in my soul, in my soul. Break new ground. Dig new wells of prayer. Wells of prayer. Wells of prayer. Dig new wells in my soul, in my soul. Break new ground. Dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul, break new grounds, dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul, break new grounds, dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul, break new grounds, dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul, break new grounds, dig new wells. In my soul, in my soul. In the name of Jesus, let wells of prayer begin to spring up. In the name of Jesus Christ. Break new grounds, dig 
new world in my soul, in my soul. Break new ground, dig new wells in my soul, in my soul. Break new ground, dig new wells in my soul, in my soul. Break new ground, dig new wells in my soul, in my soul. Break new ground. In my soul, somebody cry out. Somebody cry out. Dig new wells in my soul. In my soul. And I look to you like a maid to a master, author and the finisher of my faith and salvation. And I look to you like a Although I'm the finisher of my faith and salvation, and I look to you like a maid to a master. Although I'm the finisher of my faith, so break new ground, dig new wells. Somebody ask God, God take me further. Take me farther in the spirit, in prayer, in prayer. Dig in my soul. All right, let's So so edification. So 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 Life of Christ in me. This life that I have is a someone in your room. You want to get up. This life that I have is a life of God in me. This life that I have is a life of God. So we, so we, so we, so we, so we, so we, so we. God kind of life. Hey, it's the God kind of life. The Spirit of God is inside of me. So wait, so wait, so wait. The Spirit of prayer and supplication comes upon us strong. So wait, someone in the chat shouts, so wait, so wait, so wait. So, eh, 
Zoe, 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 this life, this life that I have is the life of God. This life. Someone said the life I live is the life of God on the inside of me. This life that I have is the life of Christ in me. This life that I have is the life of Christ in me. This life that I have is the life of Christ in me. This life that I have. Is the life of Christ. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Shall we take one minute to thank Him? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are growing in rank, we're growing in proficiency in the Spirit. Father, we thank you and we bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Somebody say amen. amen. But for our time would have continued. But from tomorrow. That was good. From tomorrow. <laughs> from tomorrow. So say from tomorrow. We are meeting in full in person. Amen. Yeah. Okay. And, and this weekend... They're going to look like revival gatherings. Yeah. Amen. Because we are going to pray. And we're going to seek God. So tomorrow, please note the following announcements. Please, can we check Slido? Are we ready? Okay. Right. Slido, do we have any questions on Slido? We're going to spend about 15 minutes on questions. Digital family, how did you find tonight? How did you find tonight? Let us know. Let us know. We love you guys, okay? Let us know. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right, questions, questions, questions. Please note, tomorrow we are meeting at Central Baptist Church on Granbury Street. I don't know if, um, if the uh, toll has been sent to you, the updated graphic. Has anything been sent? Okay, tomorrow, tomorrow we're, uh, well, from today really. But tomorrow we're meeting at Central Baptist Church on Granbury Street. Tomorrow is Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Amen. We're going to press. We're going to pray. We're going to seek God. Amen. So Friday, tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. And of course, we'll be digital as well. But I'm telling you, if you can make it in person, it's worth driving down to Leicester. Amen. 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 There's something that God is cultivating here. All right, something is cultivating here. So Friday and Saturday will be at Central Baptist Church. And then on Sunday, please note the change of location for Sunday. And we'll discuss that and why. Okay, so she's looking at me like, what's happening? <laughs> All right, please note the change of location on Sunday. We've had to move our location to Phoenix on Sunday evening for technical reasons. All right, so please note that and that will be... Given. Okay, do we have questions on Slido? Amen. 
All right, let's welcome Lady B in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Please send in your testimonies. All right, if you've got any testimonies, send in your testimonies. Send in the things that bless you the most. Let us hear what God is doing. Amen. We're going to take your questions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hello, everyone. Um, the first question that I read um, was, how do we articulate ourselves in prayer? How do I articulate myself in prayer? Yeah. In terms of articulating yourself in prayer, the first thing you want to establish is authenticity. Authenticity is the first thing. The first dimension of um, uh, effective prayer is being heartfelt. So I say heartfelt. heartfelt. So what you want to do is you want to be authentic. You want to be honest. Mm -hmm. All right. Take your time. Talk to God. He's not in a hurry. He doesn't want to leave you. Be honest. Be open. That is how you start. Be conversational. Have a perspective of God that God wants you. God is your father. Don't just think of him in a religious way. And then the second thing is learn to pray scriptures learn to pray scriptures are we together okay learn to play, pray scriptures the more that you pray scriptures is the more that you are articulate in prayer amen so authenticity start with honesty be heartfelt treat god as your father okay don't treat him religiously and then also the more that you pray so if you're not sure what to do take scriptures a good uh, uh, a good book to learn how to communicate in prayer is the book of psalms it's full of prayers that are very expressive amen. amen thank you apostle the next question is how do you know which genre of prayer to use yes how do we know which genre of prayer to use um i think it's quite simple basically so i think that we need we need a more advanced teaching on this time has been the constraint mm -hmm. okay it's understanding the different types of prayers and what they are used for so petition and supplication is often for personal requests that i put before god intercession is for other people does that make sense and then when it comes to warfare what helps me with warfare is that i have a very clear discerning spirit about the nature of god there are some things god does not do okay and if i don't know the things that god yeah. does not do so god would not afflict you does that make sense all right these things have been mixed up today uh they've been mixed up today so the way that you know for example warfare is that you have it you need to have a very clear um clear understanding between the nature of god and the, the nature of the adversary and because of that then you know what to stand against does that make sense all right and that's partly taking the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and the purpose of the sword there, the concept of using the sword, the Bible says that, it says, um, it says strong meat belongs to those who by reason of use, book of Hebrews, have trained their spiritual senses to discern between good and evil. And what he's talking about there is that when, 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 when he's using that, the imagery there is people that have learned to use the sword correctly. Okay, so what I would say to you is, in terms of knowing what genre of prayer to pray, knowing the different categories, I think I've covered intercession for other yes. people, petition and supplication for yourself, edification often has to do with things like building up yourself, you should do that often, all right, in terms of um, um, even things you sometimes when you feel down, mm -hmm. when you feel depressed, yeah. okay, you don't have to ask God to take depression away, he already took it on the cross. Does that make sense? 
All right, he was he, he became familiar with us. On the, he was a man of sorrows, acquainted with sorrows. He was bruised for iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. With his stripes, we are healed. So he doesn't need to take it again, he took it legally. But what I can do is now obtain by faith that which is done for me, yes. okay? And I begin to say things like, The joy of the Lord is my strength. Yes. I begin to say things, things the word of God says, Rejoice again in the uh, rejoice. In the Lord, again, I say rejoice. rejoice yeah. So that means rejoicing is a practical thing that I must do. So I must begin to understand those things um, in, that, in that sense. And obviously, prayer of communion has to do with intimacy with God. Yeah. Um, I would endeavor to see how we can teach some more on these things. Um, yeah. For the person that asked, if you've looked in the workbook and it's not there, please expect us to provide some more materials. Yeah. That's perfect. So the next question is... Um, when do you shift from petitioning God to doing something to warfare and legislation? So I think this person is trying to understand how yeah. they, they shift interact. from what, yeah, how the th yeah different types of prayer interact and how th they they should be aware um, of a shift if there's a shift and how they should adapt accordingly. Really, yeah, that 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 that's really really powerful. Um, um, this is why you must first build on communion because communion produces sensitivity right when you build on communion and you're sensitive you can tell um when there are shifts happening because this is about sensitivity mm -hmm. okay so this is why your communion that's how we said your communion has to be strong so that you can descend that as hey as you're praying you're praying about something but you're saying that hey this thing looks like it needs another dynamic okay mm. it's like it's mm. pulling on this direction and you mm. begin to sense and the holy ghost begins to lead you mm. in that sense so strengthen your communion your communion will grow your discernment which will guide your prayer that's yeah. very 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 important okay and then you can now employ the the difference some things are also again just, just easy by scripture yeah. i always say this have word scenarios when you have the word you have scenarios in your head you mm. know for example that okay if, for example, we're going somewhere and there is something that's about to afflict us, we know that we don't need to ask God to come down because in this room, he's given us jurisdiction. So what do I do? What did Jesus do when he saw the storm? He didn't say, Father, help me. He said, peace be still. So mm. word scenarios help me form my reality. That was amazing. I love, the, I love that point about word scenarios. Um, this allows us to apply the word of God. Um, the next question is um when what does persistent and consistency look like practically in daily life what's the practical um yeah what what does that look like practically of course because you go to work so you can't be shouting 24 7 <laughs> but it is the ability to retain a matter in your heart basically the word says my heart indicts a matter it's the ability to incubate something in your mind in such a way that you are conscious and you're not detached from it that is what it is. The prayer that does not move you would not move anything. The first impact on prayer is on your consciousness, your mind, your spirit becomes alive and alert to the fact that you have dialogue with God. And at any time, that sensitivity, you can pray about something, God can decide on the boss to give you the answer. We must learn the difference between praying and receiving. 
Praying, praying, yes, is communication. Receiving is about posture. And for me to receive, I must not be distracted. I will stand upon my watch, Habakkuk chapter 2, to see what he will say to me when I'm reproved. So that means that if I am praying constantly, my awareness and my alertness must grow. If I am praying about something and I, am, I can easily detach from it, I've not entered into the realm of persistence and consistency. I really love that point. Um, definitely, it's about your heart just constantly engaging with God's word and in prayer. The next question is, um, would you have to use all genres of prayer during your prayer time? So I'm assuming the person is trying to figure out in practice in each prayer, I don't want to say prayer slot, but do they? What's, what does the shift look like? Are you going to shift through all the different types of prayer or is it one time you pray communion, based prayers another time you yeah well it could look different but generally speaking it's very possible and i think it should be consistent because when you look at the model of prayer that jesus gave us i think all of these things interacted Amazing. all right the dimension of the kingdom supplication mm -hmm. intercession warfare resisting the devil does that make all of those mm -hmm. things are mm -hmm. involved in and, and i think that mm -hmm. proficiency in prayer is to maximize our prayer lives our life is a prayer but you know what my prayer lives <laughs> in such a way that it's able to touch on all of these angles does that make sense if you're ignorant of warfare for example you wouldn't understand that there is something sitting over the atmosphere so you have to make time so what mm -hmm. you can do practically is this maybe what you want to do for that person look at the structure that you have in a day and the time you have in a day and maybe you can then allocate and say okay in the morning i'll focus on communion in the afternoon at my break i'll focus on does that make sense i'll focus on intercession so you can do it that way mm -hmm. but generally speaking you should I be proficient that. and um, ac active in all those genres um thank you apostle oh i think there's another one another question so we now have seven i think there was one um earlier on that's moved up the um yes so I, this person is asking what language do you use in warfare how do you articulate yourself in warfare so there was someone who asked about generally in prayer but yeah. this person is asking about warfare specifically how do you speak yeah. what do you say yeah that, that's very very powerful thank you for asking that the thing about warfare is to understand the legal position of things in christ jesus all right we do not war without legality we war from a place of legality the bible yeah. says jesus in the book of colossians some please post that scripture for me the bible says he made he triumphed over principalities and powers making a public spectacle of them that triumphing there okay is a legal triumph okay so what that does is that that has given us legal victory over the adversary then the other one is this the bible says that god in ephesians chapter 2 god there's something called the believer's authority god has Amazing. raised us up and made us sit together in him far above principalities and powers so that lets us know that principalities and powers are legally subject to us it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how much they try. The fact of the matter is that they are legally subject. Jesus said in the book of Luke, he says, Behold, I give you power and authority over mm -hmm. serpents, scorpions, mm -hmm. and all the works of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So the position of the believer to the devil is a position of, that, of, of those who are above. 
He has delivered us, Colossians chapter 1, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the dominion of his son Jesus. So when you are praying the prayer of warfare, you are making decrees and not negotiating. You are saying, Satan, the Lord rebuke mm. you. You are saying, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke you. It's, so in warfare, you are commanding. Mm. You are commanding. And then if there are arguments, you are taking the scripture to settle the contentions. Amazing. Does that make sense? So for example, the devil went to Jesus and started arguments. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So in, in warfare, you're not, party, you're not parleying with the devil. You are speaking from a place of dominion, acting from a place of the authority of the believer. And this is why discipleship is important, because these are things that we must teach people uh, from their upbringing. I love that. It's definitely about knowing your status in Christ and being firm about it. Um, the last question, I believe that's the last so far, is how do you know when to pray and when to speak in faith? Or are they the same? How do you know when to pray and when to declare in faith? Yeah, declarations well, firstly, of faith. all prayer must be done in faith. <laughs> that is the first word. I guess what you're asking is, how do you know when to address situations? Again, you need word scenarios. For you to be able to do this effectively, there is something called his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. I want you to go research something called, there's a book uh, by by Kenneth Hagan. I know this generation will argue and say this person is false. To be honest, I don't want to hear what you have to say. Please drink water. All right. Basically, because some of these people, we, we need to walk the path they walked first to understand. Okay. And we've not even done that. So he has something called, I think it's called, I think there's a book called In Him. And then there's one, believe there's another one called, so In Him. There's another one called Believer's Authority. Authority yeah. And then I think there's another one called The Things That Belong to Us. See, mm. these things are not revealed to everybody. Not because they're not revealed to everybody, but some people haven't opened their minds to it. And I found in my journey with God that these are not common things. The things that belong to us. So when you're dealing with the things that belong to us, the things that his divine power has given, I'm not making a request because his divine power has given it. So, for example, his divine, the Bible says the highest heavens belong to the Lord, to the children of men he has given the earth. So, when Jesus is now, is now speaking to the fig tree, he's not asking the Father because speaking to the fig tree is in his jurisdiction. Do you see what I'm saying? So, the key here, the key here is understanding the things that belong to us, the things that belong to We have a lot to teach. That's why we're trying to do these extra meetings because I don't finish my Sunday messages, all right? I don't finish my Bible, so I decided to start doing the extra meetings, all right? So someone shout the things, the things that belong to us. That belong to us. So when we understand the things that belong to us, we know that, okay, when something happens, I need to use faith here. I need to speak, okay? I need to create with my words because god has given this thing and he's put it in my jurisdiction somebody say amen are we done I don't need, we don't have any other questions okay so what i'm going to say to you is this if we if we try to answer your question because we're working with the constraint of time and you still are not satisfied with the answers please send an email to office.apostle at networkedification.org we're going to assign someone to answer uh, your questions to make sure that 
um, uh, it's, it's done well. So um, time is the issue. I would have loved to do a, a session on faith, okay, how to receive from God. All right. Well, we thank God for tonight. Somebody say amen. Amen. Were amen. we blessed tonight? Yes. Was the Lord really, really good to us? Yes. In the, in the comments, let us know. Let us know. How did you find tonight? What did you take away from 